Hey everyone, hope you're well. Welcome back to the Shake Through Fate podcast. It's been a while since I uploaded an episode. Uh, it started off every Monday and then it became every other Monday. And now it's just, you'll get one when you get one. I've got a good one for you today though. It's not me rambling. I am having a chat with Hans Joseph. He plays bass, does a little bit of singing as well in the band Dragged Under. Uh, fresh off of tour with The Used or as fresh off of tour as you can be in the current climate. Um, I believe either next week or the week after they are heading out on tour with Beartooth and Wage War in the States. They're coming over to the UK next year for some shows as well. I've got my tickets. You should definitely get your tickets. So enjoy this episode. Hans is a lovely guy. I had a wonderful time chatting to him. So enjoy the episode. Speak to you soon. Shape Through Fate podcast. My guest today is Hans Joseph from the band Dragged Under. How are we doing today, Hans? You all right? Doing well, man. Having a good one. Thanks. Thanks. Glad yeah. to be here. Good stuff. Um, so for anyone that's listening, there's a nine hour time difference between us. So luck- I think so. Yeah. yeah. Luckily, Hans decided to do it at one o'clock his time, which did make it 3 a.m. where I am, which is I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. I was getting ready to. Be- is it 3 a.m. there? No, we're at 9 p.m. here. But oh. I thought, because usually okay. I thought, oh, if we do like 8 p.m. your time, it would have been 3 or 4 a.m. for me, which I was fine. I okay, was going yeah. to overdose on Red Bull and just truck through. But yeah, no, I appreciate <laughs> appreciate it not being 3 a.m. So that's nice. Um, yeah, so we'll talk about Dragged Under in a bit, but I'm guessing there was um, some music that came before Dragged Under. So while this is a clothing brand podcast we talk a lot of music so what got you into playing music because from following you since you joined dragged under you seem you're a multi-instrumentalist and you're a music tutor i think i saw yeah teach uh, music privately i've been doing that for about six years um so- i first got into music honestly when i was in uh grade school in fourth grade the high school uh, symphony brought in one piece they brought in every first chair so they brought in a I sit in a bass, a cello, a viola, and a violin, and they came into my fourth grade class, and I was just, like, enamored with, what the fuck, what are these things? This is so yeah. cool. They're all, like, funny, and, you know, they're playing this giant, it was a, a bow, you know, horsehair bow on strings, and it was just like, this is really bizarre. It sounds really cool, and uh, I took up the classical bass then, and started playing that, and um, I took to that really well, my parents... Um, kind of nurtured that and invested in me and they gave me you know they paid for bass lessons with blues lessons and jazz lessons and theory okay. and stuff like that that's kind of how it started and blossomed and um with that kind of theory training i was able to um kind of play whatever i wanted fortunately so it was fun to just like jam with people in areas outside of classical music so we could you know i could pick up a i picked up my first electric bass or something i was like 12 i was like it was, so it went from here to here kind of yeah. thing, you know? So it, went, it took vertical and made it horizontal. And I was like, cool, it's essentially the same thing. And that's kind of how I branched into kind of modern music. But I still love uh, classical music a lot. I owe a lot of my love of music to, to classical music and the classical stand-up bass. <clears throat> uh, so that's kind of how it started. It started in fourth grade. And, okay. uh, that's kind of where my roots were, yeah. So was there any... So for anyone that hasn't heard Dragged Under, how how would you describe it? I mean, we'll jump onto Dragged Under, but it's a, a hard-hitting rock band. Yeah, I, I would say it's definitely a kind of orgy between uh, punk rock, hard rock, a little bit of strewn, sprinkled with some metal aspects in there a little bit when it gets pretty heavy. But yeah, I would say it's across that spectrum between punk rock, uh, heavy rock, um, definitely the... Yeah, the baby of those those three kind of genres. So, was there any bands that led you into that? Was there so? Have you always played in that? So, once leaving the classical and getting into more other bandy stuff, was <laughs> it always around that genre, or was it a little bit of I don't know, country folk music? Well, I played then... in all, in all sorts of bands growing up, kind of thing. Uh, definitely loved punk rock and emo. Will do like will forever yeah. when I'm uh, when this yeah. all turns gray, man. I'll still listen to freaking some 41 and uh yes. used and oh yeah. yeah it's just i don't know that was just our generation 
you know yeah no um, i'm the same and i feel like we all every, everybody in the band shares those those they, we all have an affinity for that music um, yeah. which is what brings us together kind of thing i think it's like in the uk the emo revival is something that i'm trying to spearhead because it kind of mm. emo is a trend not that it, it it never never went away but it kind of lost a bit of mainstream traction in the uk so it needs to come back because oh. i mean there's not many better genres than emo so for, for me it's, oh yeah i mean do do people in the uk do, do they have an affinity for for us emo music or is that uh is that um, just a 2000s thing no, I think so. It went from being like real mainstream in the 2000s and then it's kind of, I wouldn't say it's gone underground, but it's almost become like a, oh, you like, like um, a niche, like, oh, and there's like a, a real tight group of underground emos that are like, still good. It's still good. We're going to break out one day. <laughs> We're coming back. That's like people over here with uh, like the Smiths and stuff. There's right. like six people us who like the smiths sorry if you're a smiths fan you're listening to this but that's what it sounds akin to over here yeah i get it well emo's emo's not dead it's definitely making a resurgence i think yeah and like even the the bands from like i know we'll get onto the used because i know dragged under toured with them but they're still putting out quality even now oh yeah and yeah, i think a they're... lot of people they'll they'll they think oh they they did uh in love and death and the self-titled and they peaked it's like well no they're <laughs> nope they're still going no way, they're dude. St- yeah they're still getting better and better every album they put out and their latest record their latest record is just unreal they had so many yeah writers on that and it's got it's so diverse man if you listen to the thing from front to back there's like it definitely has schizophrenia in like the best way there's so many cool like like uh paradise lost is kind of a Kind of sounds like a blur, if if you know what yeah. I mean. That yeah. uh, number two kind of thing. And then you have feel something, which is essentially just like a kind of an ethereal uh, vocal song, which is like those two things like don't really go well together, but they do in the album. It's sensational, it's so cool. Yeah, I'm so glad they linked up with John Feldman again. I I like Dude. as as much as I like the album. Feld, Feldy is legend. Yeah, as much as I like the albums that he wasn't involved with, as soon as I saw that they were going back to Feldman, I was like, this album is going to be killer. It's going to be so good. Yeah. And yeah. Um, So where are we? Yeah, so bands. And then so I saw, and I know the description says it wasn't a band, but you did uh, the song Breaking Down Walls with some of your buddies. Is there any more of that? Yeah. Or was that just a, a one and done sort of we're killing a bit of time? It was kind of just the one we wrote that song oh my gosh maybe in 2015 or 16 it was just sitting on my buddy adam's hard drive he's actually in a country band down in uh nashville adam mitchell phenomenal guitarist and sensational writer um i think his band rich love is his band okay they have a couple really cool bops you guys should check them out um but i think it was sitting on his hard drive um he had written it uh for something else and he asked me to come down in 2016 to his studio in South Seattle and write some lyrics to it. And we did. And we're like, well, this is just too fun to not do anything with it. So we uh, got a hold of a buddy who owns a venue, actually. Okay. He was gifted. So he won a Nashville guitar writing contest, not Adam, but another guy in central Washington. And the pri- grand prize was a venue. Like, they built a venue where really? he wanted. So, that's that's yeah. a great prize. We filmed it. That's where the video was filmed. Yeah. Okay. This guy's like, yeah, it's pretty neat. Um, so, he- it was just a one-off but it was really fun um he had this big led like stage with everything I mean, you can see if you watch the video but yeah it was uh, a yeah. just a fun long 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 day <laughs> yeah I'll, I'll definitely be linking that because i absolutely love that song um it's not on spotify Thanks, is it or is it? i don't think it is i think it's just a, a youtube jammer I'll, I'll link it so this mm-hmm. goes out on youtube as um the audio and i'll, I'll definitely link that because i think a lot of people need to hear that it's for me it was the classic Thanks, like man. the chorus is i mean over over in england we don't get bands that do like big soaring choruses mm-hmm, and it's always mm-hmm, something mm-hmm. that in my writing and, and in my band it's like the main thing i want is that classic you know when it's the chorus you just know mm-hmm. um yep. there's just three three chords baby yep. <laughs> yeah keep it simple keep it catchy job done that's all you need in the chorus if you're humming it after the first time you've heard it you've got a good chorus that's what 
Well, I was saying. Yeah, if you're if it's if it's haunting your dreams and yeah, if you're singing <laughs> yeah. in the shower or on the toilet, then we did it. We got to you. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, just before we jump into dragged under, are you mm-hmm. you're doing solo stuff as well? Am I is, am I right in thinking that you do a double a bit of solo yeah. acoustic uh, stuff? I play solo around the valley where I live, um, in conjunction with teaching for a living. So, thankfully, the quarantine is kind of lifted here where I live in. Um, it's central washington so live music is picked up a little bit which is really nice it's nice to get back out to play again yeah um yeah i play a lot of wineries breweries um weddings that kind of thing it's really okay is that is that your own compositions or is that mainly covers uh depends what people want right right kind of have to read the room some people can ask for i think i'm playing a wedding in uh october for a high school friend of mine who's getting married, she wants me to revamp some Katy Perry songs acoustic, which oh, actually yeah. sounds silly, but it's really cool. Like you can slow down the BPM and make them sound like a cool love song. I know it sounds might sound stupid, but yeah. like you can, like you could turn Nelly into, you know, Ride With Me into a fun yeah. sounding, like pretty love song if you just finagle it a little bit. Um, so yeah, I play solo a lot around here, which is, um, it's fun. There's been a bit of a heat wave. We actually, I actually had to cancel a, a show um, Wednesday because it was 102. It's oh, brutal. okay. And your yeah, boy that... doesn't do too well. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I think that's only temperatures we can dream of in in England. I mean, it's been like mm-hmm. I don't know what it is in Fahrenheit, but I think we hit like 19 degrees today, which is nowhere near that. And it's probably going to rain. <laughs> probably going to rain tomorrow because it's it's England, but. I'm into that. Which part of England, where do you live? I'm right on the south, so it's a place, well, I'm near a place called Bournemouth, um, mm. so I'm right down on the south coast, which you'd yeah. imagine is the hottest, but it's probably also the wettest, so. Oh, sure. So, I don't. I think when you come over here, you're getting as low down as London, maybe, so. I think so, yeah. Yeah. You'll, you'll get a feel of our climate, because we're about two hours from London, so. Yeah, Ooh, it'd be good. Right yeah, as long as it's not toasty, I'm in, man. Um, when you come, I should, I, oh, I, I mean, I'll probably cut this bit out because I'm just going to talk about uh, you coming to England now. But I bought tickets for that show yesterday, so I will be there. You did, I my did. guy. Yeah, I'll see you Thanks, there, dude. So, um, right on, dude. Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll have to have you out. That's awesome. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to that. I was, I mean, I was a bit gutted it got cancelled this year, and I had some. Um, some friends booked to go to uh, 2000 Trees. I was like, mm. go check out Drag Thunder, like. You mm. gotta go check them out. So, yeah, dude, thank you. So we'll, we'll, we'll be stoked to see you, man. Thanks for coming yeah. out. Thank uh, yeah. So, right, where are we then? So, how did Drag Thunder come about? Because it's not as if they're. I mean, well, let me ask you this first. So, what's the music like? The unsigned scene like in America? Because in England, it's so hit and miss. Like, you'll drive five hours and play to three people. Like, some mm. of the receptions Oof. are so oh. awful in England. Is it a similar thing in the States or is it like the underground music scene's quite... I guess that kind of depends. It's a good question. Uh, I guess it kind of depends on how much groundwork you lay. If you don't have any contacts in the industry, you could definitely be playing to an empty house kind of thing. But uh, luckily, the Dunder is the the birth child of uh, Rest Repose, which was a Jared Dines band. And when that kind yeah. of dissolved fluff and... Tony decided to stay and um, create a new project, and that's how Dragon Under came about. Um, so they rebranded and wrote new music, totally different sound, and it kind of became what it is today, which is such a cool blessing to come with something that dissolved. You know, we're one door, this is 10 more open kind of thing. Um, so we, so you... we. Yeah, go on. Oh, go ahead, man. Uh, I was just going to say so, were you um, like friends with tony and and fluff beforehand or was it i like did they uh yes well subsequently um yeah maybe back in 2016 like right around the time when i did that breaking down walls video i was uh i toured with a band a pop band called he is we and i think tony and i were talking um about gosh oh i think the singer rest repose um crapped out when they were on tour and Tony reached out to me just cause we had been talking, yeah. I think a couple months or something before regarding who knows what. And he asked if I was available and 
And that's actually how Tony became the singer of Dragged Under. He just filled in for Rest Repose that night when they were on tour. And he freaking crushed it. And everybody was like, holy shit. Yeah, I remember watching you some, can sing, yeah, I remember watching <laughs> you know, some so videos of it online. Because obviously it, the, the, t- yeah, the tour was, was in the States. It was incredible. And I remember I watched it. I was like, pretty sure that's not the guy that's their singer. And then I was yeah, like, that guy's yeah, I was like, he's shorter and more handsome. Yeah, and yeah, he absolutely smashed it. It's like, why has he been he hidden? Did. Like, why has he been hidden behind a guitar all this time? Somebody put a microphone in front of him. Like, he needs to be yeah, heard. Yeah, put, puts a really good use. Yeah, he crushed it, and he's got a great stage presence. Very, very unique voice, which we're I feel we're all really lucky to to have because um, yeah. good singers are a dime a dozen. But it's like with a really unique timber, um, like Tony has. Um, yeah, it stands out. So we're we're fortunate dudes. Uh, so that's kind of how that came about. Talking with talking with those guys, he reached out, you know, 2016 to see if I could fill in for them, and he stepped up and crushed it. And then um, when Dragged Under had formed, one of their bass players uh, took a, jo- a permanent job with UPS or something, and he decided to go that route. And so Tony reached back out to me on a Monday and said, "Hey, we have a show at the Hard Rock in Seattle on this Friday." Like to to play bass and sing some backup vocals, and I said, "Absolutely, yeah, nice." Over the tracks and the, all the vocal delegation, and we ended up uh, in a fun show on Friday, and that's kind of how we ended up here. We all just kind of clicked, and it was a fun show. So nice. So, how many shows was there between you joining and the tour with the used? So, twenty uh, twenty, it was twenty twenty. I'm losing track of time because kind of the the back end of 2020 and the early 2021 didn't really exist in the uk but so january it was early early 2019 is when we went on tour january gosh that's weird to say i think time's really weird right now we had a, a winter tour after so after we played the hard rock uh we we did a winter tour uh just a headliner which was super brutal but everybody cut their teeth and it was really good for us oh, okay yeah to kind of hone ourselves and our sound and live performance and presence and like just gelling on stage dude it's like practicing with the soccer team like you guys are gonna suck if you don't get together and run yeah. through the shit yeah um so we did that and it was brutal but it was like really beautiful in its own right you know like changing uh blown out tires and putting on chains at four in the morning in the middle of nowhere like missouri during fucking like sleeting storm which is only gonna like make you a stronger person it sucks but like <laughs> yeah we laugh about it. You know, like you're like, cool. This is horrible. Like, and you laugh about it. And you're like, they become your buds through like really brutal times. Yeah. So it was a good. It was a perfect, actually a, per- a perfect thing to do before going on a big, uh, a big run with a, a major band. Um, I think you'll like it in the UK because uh, from seeing the places you're playing, you'll probably have a maximum of maybe a two and a half hour drive, and that's it. Oof. Like man. <laughs> That sounds tasty. Like I'm into that. we can drive from <laughs> from where I am to Scotland in eight hours, so that's pretty much the whole country. Whoa, so that's you'll be fine. You're like, I don't you're know UK geography. Yeah, you'll 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 be fine. Like <laughs> you don't need to worry about traveling in England. Like for me, it oh, seems man. like a lot, but I imagine you can travel what eight nine hours to a show, and I can sure. travel eight nine hours, and I'm in a different country, so it's all good. <laughs> You can travel like eight nine hours across Texas and still be in Texas, dude. It's so yeah. big. I think the scope of America has never really hit me. But yeah, have you have you been over here? Um, I've been once for my wife's twenty first. We went to Vegas, but I think Vegas is kind of a, a law unto its own. So I don't I don't think I really. What did you think of Las Vegas? It was um, almost like a th- it almost felt like a theme park to me because we didn't really leave the main main strip, so everything was so. Yeah big and surreal so um yeah well put. yeah i don't think we really got a, a taste of um i've always wanted to go down to new orleans um i don't know why but i'm, I'm a saints fan um okay cool man right on um and the food and the music in new orleans is mm-hmm. something to try i don't know yeah i wouldn't I mind getting that. back out to uh to america new orleans have you been down there it's such a cool cool culture yeah that's what i've heard it's just uh like a you you walk down the different streets and you've got so much different food and 
the the music jazz music on one street and then you've got soul music on another and yeah so i, I wouldn't mind experiencing that you don't get try anything. the beignets did what? you try the beignets at the bottom of bourbon street the famous like donut place you know what? i can't remember it was so long ago it was so one thing that that sticks you haven't out... been dude you gotta go bro you gotta get them <laughs> One thing that sticks out in my mind is literally the moment we got off the plane, being a Brit, I was like, it's way too hot here. It's, it's way too hot. And then we found... The humidity. Yeah. Absolutely brutal. Yeah. yeah. And then, then we got to um, one of the hotels and they did like a, a slush vodka thing. I was like, yeah, I'm set. That's cool. <laughs> I'm not leaving. Yeah. So yeah, it was all right. But yeah, you. I mean, <laughs> that's the American hospitality. You're just going to get rain and short drives so <laughs> have you been to england before come on That's, i've never been ever 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 See, but i do like tea so <laughs> oh you, yeah you'll be fine then. i think i'm gonna like yeah i like tea like 60 degree weather so i think i'm gonna be smitten honestly yeah yeah, yeah. i mean it's, it's it's a weird one because i always find that i live right next to the beach and i never go and it annoys me because it gets busy and all that and then you get people that don't live by the beach and they're like, oh, this is great, this is great. And you don't actually realise until somebody that's never experienced it says it to you. And then you're like, oh, maybe I'm quite lucky living here then. Like, but yeah. Nice perspective. Yeah, that's that's cool though. You live by a beach? That's awesome, man. Yeah, I, I could probably get to the beach in about five minutes, five, ten minutes and I'll be at a beach. So that's not too bad. Love that. Yeah. So cool. back back to cool. Drag Dandy. your house. Thank you. Dude. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I... I, I yeah, where are we going? Dragged under then. So the first major band you went out with was you used? Was it? Uh, they took us on their uh, their US run. Into, I think it was 2019. Because 2020 was a freaking uh, black hole. They did anything then. Um, I th- 2019? I don't know, man. Let me look. I'm losing my mind with time. So one thing that I uh, liked about that, because I... I was a Dragged Under fan, and then obviously the Used were such a big influence on me growing up that oh, when right. I saw that announced, immediately I looked for UK dates. I was like, they've got to come over here. Like that, that tour has to come over here, and it didn't. It was like I'm sure whoever goes to that show is going to have a good time. 2020, you're right. I don't know what's wrong with me. Uh, yeah, it was so it was January 2020 when we went okay. out with them. Uh, yeah, we started in California. I threw up. Our first show was in Solana Beach, and I remember, like, rolling up and, like, all right, everybody, P's and Q's, like, we're the nobody band on here, like, do what you're told, and yeah. kind of don't, don't speak to them unless spoken to kind of thing, and we're like, sounds good, and we were loading it, and uh, I saw Bert, like, chilling on the back step, sucking on his vape, and just being a chill dude on his phone, and everything was cool, and then it came time to, to sound check, and then they came time to play, and I was like... Like, fuck, what am I doing here? Am I good enough to be here? Kind of thing. And I went and puked in the back alley, and then I did a little bit of oh, like really? Wim Hof, meditated for five minutes, and was like, cool. Yeah, it must be strange to go from like touring, like doing a, a headline run as Dragged Under, because it's kind of your shows, your rules, to then like it must be a whole different world. And these guys are so used to it. Like, the used are so used to doing it. To them, it's like, ah, is it another show? Where are we? But I guess going from doing smaller runs and like hometown shows or whatever to then suddenly jumping across and being like, oh, this is like, this is the big business. It must be so intimidating. At first for about three shows and then you get to see like, I mean, they're, they're all so first. They've been doing it for, you know, two decades, man. Yeah. But they're all so humble and sweet, which is such a a, a nod to them musicians and and human beings um they were all really warm and honestly complimentary which was just very gracious of them to to be you know because we're essentially a nobody band comparatively to those guys yeah uh but yeah definitely playing field um and it was definitely different genres they were obviously more in the emo slightly pop side and we're like a heavier band so we're I wouldn't say worried about how their fans were going to receive us, but um, they did. And we were super grateful and vibe with them, and they were really good to us. It was a, a big blessing. Yeah. 
I mean, I, I saw some of the videos online and it was, it was almost that like when you see a band that, I mean, I, like I, obviously you're not a small band, but in in the context of the used and, and I saw you, you playing on stage, I was like, go on, lads, go on. Like, yeah, this is well-deserved. They're, 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 they're where they need to be. And, and I can imagine some bands would go and be like, oh, they look at a place, whereas you guys, I saw the videos, I was like, nah, that's that's where you need to be. Like, you're doing it. So Thanks. <laughs> yeah. So I can imagine that was surreal. Is there a link between um, you and Joey from The Used? Because I keep seeing... So I follow him on, on Instagram, and I see a lot of posts about, about you guys. Is there a link there? Or is it more just a friendship thing? No. Sorry, mate, I missed that. What was that? No, Joey knows. Is that what you're asking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is there a, is there a link, or is it just um, a friendship thing that's built up? We both. Well, I think definitely been friends uh, over the course of Drag Dunder's tenure. Um, we do know know a few mutual people um, through the sales and guys. And uh, these dudes called the Hedeker Brothers. They have a band called Orange Blossom Special. Um, Anton and Ellen Blossom I met when I lived down in California. I think Joey was, okay. was friends with them back in the day, too. Right. We both were in there. They just shot a music video, I think, a month ago. And we kind of, Joey and I, like video promo. Maybe that's what you saw. But yeah, I mean, when you kind of dip your toe into the, the musical world, you find out how finite it is relatively. Like, oh, yeah. shit. Like, you know that guy? Him, like nine years ago and whatever you know it's um yeah so was there any um any memories or, or moments that stick out in your mind from that tour with the used was there a standout show or a crowd what was the highlight for you uh san diego was really really no sacramento was really 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 fun or right. is it san but there's a venue called the ace of spades and it was really huge and really fun and the crowd was just out of their minds um that was a really really fun show new york was fun because uh, the stage was like 10 feet tall love that nice um it was a blast angel vivaldi came out to that one and we became homies subsequently through that super sweet guy um uh, a show where they didn't really like us where was it it was somewhere in the east coast um it was a fun show we just weren't as receptive kind of thing right. which you expect because like if you're coming to see like a legendary band like you and then this no-name band opens for him you're like who the hell is but yeah uh see memorable moments um like was there a moment where you were stood on stage and you just thought this is amazing like, because I, I can imagine, like you said, a fr- night. really, because I can imagine like the first few nights, you're you're almost like just staring at your fretboard, like don't mess up, don't mess up, don't mess up. And then when that's gone and and those you're like, oh, I've done it a few times now. I know I like I'm going to maybe the fourth or fifth show in. You're like, I'm really going to take this one in. And you look up and you're like, wow, and this room's packed. The nerves are. Yeah, uh, the, the nerves are probably every show for the first maybe song or maybe the first half of the song and then you kind of get out in your own your own head and yeah. get on your own way excuse me and then you you're just present and you're looking at like i look across and see fluff with fluff doing his chin thing and having a great time I'm like fuck it cool we're we're where we need to be and we're locked in kind of thing yeah um, that's cool so yeah th- i think that's a very good thing though they let you know like they remind you for a second to be humble and remind you that you're alive and what you're doing is like kind of scary on some level which is good like first date nerves like you're super scared yeah. and nervous to meet this girl like that rocks you know you're fucking dead if you're not nervous you know yeah um so yeah nerves are good, but they definitely go away. um yeah man going on stage was just like what is life <laughs> this is yeah. this is absolutely crazy and seeing so and being being kind of a no-name band like compared again compared to the use and seeing people in their crowd sing along to our songs was definitely something in and of itself dude such a imagine. like holy smokes what a what a thing to see yeah so talking about nerves then uh august you are going out with beartooth which is insane is that right yeah <laughs> so i can imagine that's going to be another nervy uh nervy experience 
I feel like I'm less nervous for that. Not because Beartooth is any less of a band than Dee's, but I feel like we're more akin to them. We're very, we're much more similar to them. Yeah. And I feel like their crowds will give us um, hoping anyway. Um, but again, those guys are legendary. So is uh, Wage War. So there's, I mean, yeah, there's definitely some nerves because I haven't met those dudes, but um, probably more stoked, honestly, than, than nervous. Um, okay. Really, really, we're all eager to get back out, man. Really, yeah. really eager. And it's coming oh, up man. soon, so. Yeah, it's not too far away now, is it? What are we, two months away? Almost two months, yeah. I'm, I, I'm sure Early I'd... June, and, yeah. Yeah. Um, so that's tying in roughly with the live EP coming out. So during the... The lockdown, I suppose. Well, I mean, we called it a lockdown in the UK. I don't know what you called it over there, but you did the live sure. stream, and um, that's coming out as a live. We did live stream. Yes, tomorrow, the sixth. Oh, is that out uh, tomorrow? We released... Yeah, we. Uh, oh wait, I'm month from tomorrow. Sorry, dude. <laughs> <laughs> wait, no, June. It's coming out August sixth. I'm out of my mind, dude. Told you, time is weird. <laughs> so August sixth. Uh, yeah, I'm sick. Let me fact check myself right now, dude. Uh, I think it's August sixth. Let me check. So how was the live stream? Because I can imagine that was quite a surreal experience playing the songs that you've played in front of big crowds to a crew of cameramen and a sound guy. Was that difficult to kind of get in the zone for that compared to a live crowd singing songs back at you? It was fun. Um, just because we hadn't played in a while, so we, we right. were elated just to to run the set, so to speak. Yeah. Um, I mean, it the was, production looked great. But, the production was great. Thank you. Yeah, our buddy uh, Garcia really made us look a lot cooler than we are. So yeah. that's definitely a win in our book. <laughs> yeah, is the white suits going to become a thing now on stage? Or I, I think that was a one and done. We just wanted to kind of, <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we watched a Sum 41 video uh, I think it was this Look Infected album where they kind of dressed in like suits yeah. or whatnot. we're like eh, let's do that and stand out a little bit rather than just like jeans and t-shirts kind <laughs> yeah. of thing I suppose yeah. if you've got that much production going on behind you it's nice to dress up for the occasion like the white suits and everybody had like their their uh, corresponding uh, yeah. suspenders and whatnot so <laughs> I yeah. did see that. It's, yeah, so that's... Um, is it the full live set that's coming out or just a couple of tracks? Um, this is going out... Oh, I can't remember. A couple of weeks' time, this episode will be going out. Um, so if you're not allowed to say, don't um, say. But yeah, so are we to expect the full live set or just a, a couple of your favourites? The whole thing. Oh, nice. Do you have a, a favourite Dragged Under song to play live? Yes, uh, the real you okay is that a song that you would say so for anyone that hasn't heard dragged under what one song would you say i'll go and check this out and and you'll get an idea of of us it's got elements like the chorus is very um open and consonant or like kind of like positive and the the verse is extremely and very like dissonant you know kind of angry yeah. kind of thing so it's got that spectrum of like the both aspects of a negative kind of sounding thing um as far as musicality goes it's very very aggressive um but again uh, sorry, the verse is very aggressive and the chorus is very constant and open and you know wide chorus kind of thing um so that's yeah. what i would say and i love that song because it starts out with the bass so that's what's okay. up nice i like that um yeah so what uh, well, i suppose we should talk about it because it's the country i live in so uh june next year so it'll be 2022 you are coming over to the shores of england yeah yeah so uh what was it four dates yeah you're playing between the 14th and the 18th and on the 18th you're playing at brixton academy which i mean I don't know what the size of the venues were like that you played with on the used tour, but Brixton Academy is one of the biggest venues in London, just to let you know. <laughs> Do you know how big it is? Um, I can find out. I've I've been to a few shows there and it's you're gonna love it. Like hey there. Pardon? Um I'm going to the one the night before. 
Um, you're playing at the Camden Assembly. I'm. See, who have you seen it? Um, I think I saw the Darkness there. Do you know the Darkness? They were. Um, I don't know how big they got in America, but they were. I at- love those guys. I saw them there. So it was when they'd um, they disappeared for a while, and they did a reunion, and their first show back. I'm pretty sure was at um, Brixton Academy, and yeah, that was there. Um, yeah, it's it's. Let me just search capacity. Uh, it is pretty much five thousand. It's like four nine two one. That's so. definitely uh, bigger than the the clubs we were playing with. The- use were a lot smaller was more into and that's that was kind of their intention to have them smaller so everybody yeah. could like see the stage yeah and yeah. you could see everybody blood on their face thing but uh we're stoked to play some switch up and play some some larger clubs man for sure yeah like that's like a lot of places in london you'll do small small and gradually get bigger but to go in and play brixton on your second show in london is it's impressive man you're, you're gonna love it you're gonna love it Thanks for the pump up, dude. I'm I'm stoked. Yeah, so me me and a buddy are coming to the one the night before, but yeah, so I mean that's gonna be it's gonna be good. I mean I'm I'm gutted. I got away a year. I got away a whole year, <laughs> but such is life, I suppose. Oh, yeah, it's coming though. <laughs> He'll be coming around. Yeah, I mean 2021 disappeared pretty quick. So, oh well, it's disappearing pretty quick. We're already halfway You're through. Right. Yeah, like. Yeah. So what was, I suppose, music completely stopped in the States, 2020, 2021, and it's just starting up again, you said? Just starting up the last month or two, there have been bigger bands announcing tours and whatnot, so we felt, you know, more positive about, excuse me, our August tour going down, but um, yeah, I would say the last month or two have been the, the tour announcements that are kind of like getting like oh okay cool i guess this is really really happening everybody we're yeah really excited man very very excited it'd be good to get get out again so is there um i mean i i imagine there's plans for a, a follow-up to um the world is in your way but i'm guessing that's all tightly under wraps at the moment yeah i would say that yeah that's all right so, so long as anyone that likes Dragged Under knows there's new music coming, which I'm pretty sure there's going to be. So that's something to get excited for. Definitely. Coming. It's coming, man. <laughs> so we're going to get back to music, but we were discussing before I hit the record button about obviously where Shape Through Fate is a clothing brand. And another thing that I, I guess we've got in common is you and Tony from Dragged Under recently set up Pretty Good Printing, which is very a very similar vein to what shape through fate's doing so how did that come about tony's brain tony is uh dude knows what he's doing in the past. um thinking rather and proposes to me about three four months ago like hey what do you think about about a really good idea um so we kind of uh decided when to kind of launch it um to kind of yeah to Alec. um so yeah i think it's it? good that it's coming from musicians as well because i always find Going. that notoriously and i don't know if it's the same in the states unsigned bands don't have the available cash to be like all right we're going to drop 500 pounds on merch like they they simply don't have it so musicians understand that so while obviously you're not going to rob yourselves you know the struggles of the bands that could potentially be customers of yours so you're going to say look like i think that to me is is something that i was like oh good musicians doing for for musicians helping out musicians is is ideal because there's definitely that, you know, the hoops you got to come through if you don't know somebody or a company or like if you're even speaking to a person if you're putting in an order. So, yeah, we know what it's like to be like, hey, I need so and so number of t-shirts with this on the back, or I need a big old banner, and can you help me with yeah. sizes and imaging and 
um, which is fun. I like doing it. Yeah. Working with, working with people and bands. <clears throat> yeah, and I suppose it shows the the kind of rapport that you and Tony have got, the fact that you're not just in a band and then when you're not in the band, you go your separate ways and you only meet up to rehearse for a tour or whatever. You're actually in a business or running a business together. So it just shows how, how tightly knit every everything is. So I guess that's a, a real plus that comes from the band and benefits the band, that there's that kind of camaraderie there. Totally. We're, everybody's really tight which I'm grateful for. I mean, I talk to the dudes every day, either in the band chat, text and are calling about this, that, and the other, like, Hey, I'm getting these new drum skins or new guitar or whatnot, or whether it's business or band related in there. Yeah. We're, we're tight, man. And I'm grateful for that. I don't want to be in a band with dudes. I just see or talk to every couple months. That doesn't lend to, doesn't lend to a career atmosphere. If you don't really freaking know them or can relate at all. So yeah, we're, we're so, lucky, man. They're all really good. All these, well, it's good to hear. It's good to hear. Um, so, uh, where were we at? So, uh, we've talked about obviously the UK thing's a big thing for me. You coming over to the UK is going to be massive because it's nice to uh, to get to see bands that. I mean, if they're they're in America, there's so many American bands that stay in America, and obviously I understand why. But it's nice that you guys are actually getting out here to to dip your feet in the UK waters, as it were. So that's good. Was the was the tour coming off the back of the? Because wasn't it originally around two thousand trees festival? So you were doing like a little run up to that. I got kiboshed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then obviously now you're doing the run up to the Ghost Inside show at the Brixton Academy. Is that? That's right, isn't it? I think. Yeah, and that's been back. It, I think at least twice, if I'm not mistaken. So that's going to have a lot of. A lot of people ready to to pop on that one. We're we're stoked for that one to be with uh, the Ghost Inside. Yeah, I think like I'm hoping because where I mentioned before, the UK music scene is so hit and miss. But we're now even even now we're not doing shows. So if you play a show, it's like everyone has to be seated and you've got to stay two meters away from each other. So it's going to be. I'm hoping that there's going to be that oh we missed it so much that even local shows that would usually get 10 people through the door are selling out that's what i'm hoping for dang let's go let's go uk yeah open up like a do it (laughs) yeah it's i'm hoping so because it will benefit my band if people show up so that that would be nice um are you guys fixing to play at all soon matt um so we've got an ep that we've been sat on for we finished it just as we started lockdown. So we, we were hesitant to release anything because we couldn't get out and play it. So we've got a tour in August and hopefully we're releasing the first single from that EP July the 1st. I'm hoping that's the plan anyway. That's so, coming up. Yeah. What uh, so. music are you guys? What do you, what do you guys sound like? Um, I would say, or I'd like to think we're the, the British emo band like we're we're it's really hard to like put us in a genre so if we want to write like a punk bit fast bit we'll we'll do it if we like soaring choruses I think are the thing that people would uh resonate with the most I'll I'll send you it I'll send and if you you fancy giving it a listen I'll I'll send you REP and you can have a listen and and judge for yourself I'm really bad at putting (laughs) putting my own band in a genre um but yeah, I'll send you it across sure, after yeah. this and, and you can have a listen. Love, love the, please, yeah. yeah. Um, right, so um, just to finish off, I've got um, a couple of questions that I ask um, as standard just to kind of get a, a feel for your music tastes and, and I'm going to throw some quickfire questions at you. And um, yeah, you don't have to think about it. Just Just hit me with the answers. So the first one, if you were, um, what's the word I'm looking for? So let's just say you've got all the ears of the world listening to you and what you're saying. So you can give them five bands. What five bands are you going to say? Look, if you want to listen to good music, here's the five bands that I would suggest to you. As of right now, because I'm, I'm not expecting you to name your five favorite bands of all time. Just your five five bands that you're vibing at the moment. Lord Huron, Neil Young, 
Um, good question, dude. <laughs> I thought uh, I'd throw it at you. Like, I was going to give... I always thought I'd give people warning for this question, but then I think it's probably going to be more fun if we think of it off the cuff, so... Van Lord Huron, they're kind of like a... Uh, like music like explorey kind of music which I, I just have such an affinity for them dude they're so fun um lord huron i love neil young dude not the best yeah. voice but that guy's songwriting capacity is absolutely other um that's i love the band bill murray i don't know if you listen to that um i'm really bad at names I'm, i maybe have heard a song or two but i'm really bad Frank. at knowing bands names okay yeah Let's see what else. Jeez. Um, I've heard a lot of Al Green. Are you familiar with Al Green from like the 60s? The name rings a bell. The name does ring a bell. Of course, our homies in the trailer, they just put out a new record, um, Baptized. It's absolutely I, ridiculous. Yeah, I listened to a track off that the other day. It just showed up on my Spotify randomly. I do like a track. So good, dude. Brandon's B-Cell. Shout out to B-Cell. Brandon Soller from the Tree of You Rock. Pessy Soap. Let's see, one more. Uh, holy crap. Uh, one more <laughs> band, one more band. Uh, what's your band? My band's called Erica Drive. Oh. <laughs> Do you want to put us forward? That's my number. Boom. That's my. Okay, cool. That's that, that works for me. <laughs> Um, okay, so to get even more um, stingy with the amount of answers I'm going to give you, so everyone in the world is listening to you, you can tell them one song. So what I'm doing with this is I'm every everyone I have a chat to, I'm putting together a playlist of the one song. So this is one song that you think everybody should hear. And my plan is, I'm, I mean, I'm putting rules on a playlist here. You can listen to it on shuffle, but you can't skip anything. Because I want to have such an eclectic mix because obviously music's so subjective that if we get stuck in a little bubble, like I'm not listening to anything but prog metal. So my my plan with this playlist is, no, you put it on, you listen to everything, you experience all the songs. What song would you put on that playlist? I listen to a lot of music that's not heavy. I mean, I listen to a lot of heavy music, but I also listen to a lot of... Uh, I love a lot of scores, which might sound... I love Danny Elfman. He's one of my favorite composers of all time. I think it's okay. absolutely crazy what composers can do in their mind and then allocate yeah. that to an orchestra and then write that to a movie scene. Like, that's stupid. It's yeah. really crazy. Um, to your question, jeez, dude. One song? You're going to do that, one, dude? One it's song, like picking, yeah. It's like picking one of the Star Wars. Uh, uh, I'm sorry. Uh, it's... Dude. <laughs> Um, shit, dude. The pressure's on now. The pressure's on. Thinking, can you answer too? This might help me. Um, well, I'd put uh, Still Fighting It by Ben Folds on there. That was my one song. I don't know. Do you know Ben Folds, the pianist? Yeah, he's an incredible songwriter. Yeah, so i put Still Fighting It by him on there um so that's the one that i chose yeah i I went away from the the rock genre Um, honestly claire de lune by klaus debussy um it's probably one of my pieces of music ever i probably listened to it five ten driving it's obviously debussy was a a composer and a pianist um it's in like it's in movies but it's just a beautiful um, kind of like Sonata. It's gorgeous. Yeah, that that's my song. Debut. Okay, uh, Claire there we go. Sure. Okay, and then last one. So I don't know if you. Lo- I've I've recently been told this. So when I came up with this idea, I was like, oh, that's so so unique. Um, but I'm told there's a podcast that does it. Um, so you're on death row for whatever reason. We won't go into that. But you've got your last meal the night before. So you can have whatever you want. You've got a starter, a main, a dessert, and a drink. You can have one alcoholic drink if you drink alcohol and one soft drink. So you can have two drinks. What are you having? 
or two, like an appetizer? Yeah. I missed that, mate. Cinnabon. Okay, yeah. I'll part on cinnamon roll, giant one, like from the airports. Sounds awesome. Okay. Um, I don't drink alcohol, but I do love tea and juice, so I'll probably drink like a giant glass of like, I'll probably go Arnold, Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer, dude. Like lemonade and iced tea. Okay. Um, I would have a giant <clears throat> serving of my mom's uh, vegetarian lasagna. Right. Maybe some pizza and also a giant bowl of lemon lime sherbet. Okay. Nice. That's my quick fire ones done. You did all right on them, to be fair. Considering they were thrown at you, you, you did all right. Like, I, I, like, I had yeah. one person that had to go and frantically log on to his Spotify to see who he'd been listening to because I said, oh, name five bands, and he just completely went blank. So, <laughs> yeah thought about doing that but i wanted to be like wanted to use my mind you know the problem with technology dude is like you can like look for answers so easily to where your brain just gets dumber so i wanted i wanted to look at my phone to be honest with you but also i just wanted to use my own experience like what do i listen to like throughout the week the most so well i appreciate uh, you doing that i'm glad glad i did okay yeah i mean i mean i don't know who i am to judge i just asked a question you gave me five bands so if you were listening to that go and check them out and go and follow the playlist um, yeah, Hans, unless you've got anything to add, I think we'll call it a wrap there. I really appreciate you taking the time to talk to me. Um, and yeah, I will see you in June next year when you come over to England. Thank you again for coming out and getting tickets. That's, uh, that's awesome. That's right. We'll see you then. So yeah, if, uh, if you feel inclined to, and I definitely recommend you go and listen to Dragged Under, go and give them a listen. Uh, go check out the album The World Is In Your Way. There's the new live EP coming out August the 6th. And if I have any listeners in America, you've if you're not listening to Dragged Under or you've not got tickets to their shows, you're missing out. So that's what you need to do. I don't even know if I've got any listeners in America. Maybe. Who knows? <laughs> do you? I'm listening to you now, dude. There you go. Exactly. Oh. There we go. We've got one listener, and he's definitely going to go to every Dragged Under show. So <laughs> job done. All right, Hans. I will speak to you soon, mate. I appreciate you talking to me. Yeah, my pleasure. Cheers, mate. See you later. Cheers.